listening to the AntsMarching.org podcast, the new brand of AM radio. All right, another weekend and another episode of the AntsMarching.org podcast. Hi, I'm Matt. I'm here with Joe and Jake, and Jake's gremlins in his house making all kinds of noise that he refuses to acknowledge. <laughs> Fellas, how are you doing tonight? Doing good, yeah. Only the Periscopers get to see the madness that happens before the podcast. I, I, I wish I, we, at one point we should have a little like uh, outtakes where we include some of this recording because it is quite the quite the S show. Jake, how are you? <laughs> you know me. I can't complain. Oh, yeah, that's you. <laughs> it sounds just like Jake. Yeah. So, all right, let's let we got a lot. to. I, I, there's there's not a lot of news to go over, but I think there's a lot of discussion to be had over the bit of news that's out. Um, one big but, news. But first, Joe, what um, light beer and or. Uh, box wine are you drinking tonight? Oh, I knew you were going to ask that, and I threw you for a loop. Here's what I got. I don't know if you can hear it. Yahtzee! Yeah, I'm, I'm drinking Yahtzee. Um, my mom has made me two double-fisting fuzzy navels. Oh, so I'm drinking Joe fuzzy navels. mom for the win. I know. So she wow! Me Welcome nice. to 1967. Fuzzy it tastes navel. delicious. That's impressive. Uh, Jake, what are you drinking? Uh, I am back to my old standard with a little um, Red Cypress, the one of the local beer- brewers here, and I'm drinking uh, one of my favorites, Spook Hill, which is the Pale Ale, back on the Pale Ale bandwagon. Uh, one so. might say a Southeastern standard. See what I did there? I, I see what you did there. I get it, yes. How about well, you, Matt? Well, <sighs> oh, God, I could hear that. That was good. Yeah, that's good. Um the Rockies are blue. Let's put it that way. Oh, back to the Rockies. It's like every every six episodes, you you have all these great beers, and then like the sixth episode, back to the back to the Blue Mountains. Yeah, um, I, I was thirsty today, and and I haven't had my intake of water, so um, yeah, and, and and quite honestly, I was a bit. <laughs> you might as well have Coors then. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I saw the boss on Thursday night, so oh yes. that was a Eddie Vedder was time. there. Eddie Vedder showed up. He sang on. Um, Bobby Jean, which is really cool. Wow. That is really cool. Thinking about it, I mean, probably isn't that far-fetched to think that even Dave could show up to something like that, being in Seattle. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's there's no reason if Eddie's showing up that Dave couldn't show up. And, and it's not like Dave's foreign to, to Bruce by any means. Right. I, they're, I mean, probably, I, they're probably figuring out their election year tour they're about to do. I, <laughs> I don't want to burn too much time talking about it, but just a quick mention. So we're 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 spoiled as a fan base. Dave Matthews Band puts on a, a a great show, a pretty long show, and a very diverse show. So Bruce, this tour is the River Tour. So they're playing the River, all twenty songs of it or so, uh, <clears throat> straight through uh, the entire album, and then more. The show was three and a half hours long. There was wow. no um, intermission, and I would say ninety percent of the show was one song, and then they're still playing it, and then Bruce goes one, two, three, four, and next song starts. They took maybe three, maybe four breaks, and I'm talking twenty to thirty seconds each. Yeah. So most of it, it was almost three and a half hours straight of just music, no breaking. Bruce is sixty six years old. It's unbelievable. He looks great, by the way. Would you go again? Yes, without a doubt. There you go. Tons of fun. Great show. I, I think you could easily say that that uh, Bruce is one of the best acts live going. It's it's almost a must see. There's some bands out there that you really 
don't want to miss live, and I think Bruce is one of them. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. So other than that, did anything happen? I mean, we have to do this podcast because we have to, but <laughs> not much to talk about, right? I mean, come on. Yes, there's there's we got a pretty nice little thing to talk about this week, don't we? I think we do. Jake, what happened? Hit us. Um, well, it turned out the picture really didn't mean anything at all. <laughs> the painting. Whatever, the painting, the picture. I am actually very upset about that. Yes, that yes. I am really upset. That that. What is the point of the painting? Why? Why is the painting in there? I mean, it meant nothing anyway. Sorry. And, and why only two teases? Right. So yeah. So this week, you know, um, right after we did the podcast, uh, what uh, do we do it Saturday or Sunday last week? Can't remember now. Uh, right. Sunday. I think I think. Sunday. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sunday, and then. Um, then we got um, a new video the next day, video number two, tease number two. It was right outside of Miller's, um, and it you know, panned up. You saw the Miller, Miller's overhang awning, and you saw, again, the red to- old-school tour bus, van, tour van, um, driving around in the background. It was a very short um, same music, I believe. Am I right, Jake? Yes. Was it the same? Yeah. Well, it was the same song. It was just same the song. next part of the song, really. Next part of the song, yep. Yeah. They, and they um, together, actually. The first two videos flowed together. I texted you guys, and I said, all right, after this video, I was like, clearly the van is going somewhere, and it's going to reveal somewhere or wherever it's going. Did I not text you guys that? You did indeed. I did. So um, we got that video, and we we're like, okay. What's going to be the next video, and how long is this going to go for? And it lasted till when? Uh, Wednesday? The following day. The following day? Yeah, the yeah. following day it popped up, yeah. Um, boom. The full video um, featuring more of Charlottesville, the university. Um, what else was in there, Jake? Anything else of note? Uh <laughs> Actually, to be honest with you, I don't even remember. Well, um, it obviously there, it there ended was on. there was something though. Gosh, keep, keep talking; it'll eventually come to me. I'm old. Well, I, clearly I like, though, yeah. I, I thought the I thought the whole tease um, setup series was was pretty great, actually, and a little I would say unusual for um, for the band and management to, to tease that way. Uh, and I was like, oh, this is cool. Where's this going? And I figured we'd get at least a week's worth. And then yeah. it's like, oh yeah, here's a reveal. If I had a wager. This show probably came together fairly recently and fairly quickly. So right. they're and, and and really when they announced it, it was six weeks before the show. It's That's not like you have a whole lot of time to burn on teasing it. Yeah. It, it, at that point you were out of time to drag out the teases. Yes. You had to get yes. you had to get it announced. You had to get the warehouse pre-sale going. You had to get the city ba- the city card. Um um, pre-sale. pre-sale going on and then you have the public on sale and everything else and yeah at that point you're just out of time I think that it would have been cool to do more and to do it longer and um, include more paintings in it but um, <laughs> but yeah it, it, they were just ran out of time so I think I agree I think it was pretty cool that they did it I mean it was something kind of fun to, to talk about it's cool to see the band throwing some some I should say the band you know obviously um the management and and those associated with the band putting some effort into you know kind of hyping up um, hyping up some stuff. I think that's promising. Well, I, I want to put it on the record that uh, I was I was for the correct answer before I was against the correct answer. Very good. Yes. Oh, well, it, <laughs> come yes. on! That, that means nothing. Your final answer is your final answer. Hey, hey tell it to well, John Kerry. Well, what's what's interesting about something that we all kind of talked about uh, last week was. 
the emphasis on, on this, especially re the reveal at the end when it talked about the show on May 7th, is that it's, it's sort of like in celebration of the 25th anniversary. So in a way, the show is playing out to be like an anniversary show. So I, I guess in that sense, we could all say that we were semi-correct um, for that. But yep. what, what does that mean? I think that's the big question. Yeah. What does what does that mean? Um, and, and uh, you know, does it mean that they're going to do something different than normal for the show? Are they going to, you know, maybe make it go a little bit more back to some of the older songs, some history? Do they bring something out or do they bring guests out um, that they've played with, longtime members, like a.k.a. Butch, who's a local oh there in Charlottesville? Peter. Peter is too. Yep. Um, I mean, yeah. that's bold. That's a bold guess. I, I mean, mean, do you, do you guys, do, I mean, do you guys have any thoughts? Do you what, think what they, year was it? 10 they did with dearth was out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dearth's there every time though. I mean, yeah. John dearth is going to play with the band. I mean, that's, that's, that's a given, I think. Um, and love it and love it. Not oh, no complaints yeah. there. Absolutely. What would be, um, interesting is, is you'd have to check and see what everybody else's schedules are. But what if, um, some some well-known longtime guests made some appearances that that's something that I think potentially could happen. I'm talking along um, like a Warren Haynes or or um, someone in that realm, maybe even a Bella Fleck, mm -hmm. um, someone where there's a, a great history with the band. Um, even I mean, this is crazy, but even like a Greg Howard, who is from uh, Charlottesville. I'm not Stickiest. sure where Greg lives now, but yeah. So, yeah, him with with the Chapman stick. So. Sure, there's a there's a tremendous potential for guests for the show, but I think that's one of the mysteries going into it. I mean, we don't even know if they're doing two sets or one set. Yeah, not not only do we have the mystery of Seaville, now we have the mystery of it's actually the first show that we're going to see that's really kind of associated with the tour. Um, and, and you know, yeah, we don't even know what the tour is going to bring, let alone what on top of that could Seaville just being hometown show, and then on top of that, kind of being you know, presented with these teaser videos and the 25th um, anniversary, you know, whoa, is, is, can all these things start multiplying and on top of each other? It's going to be interesting. Yeah, I think, I think, I mean, it is the tour opener, right? It's about four days before the first show was originally scheduled. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the first one's on uh, Wednesday and this is on uh, Saturday. Uh, I, I'm trying to think, will, will it be the trendsetter for the tour or is it going to be one off and, and super unique? Right. And, and for not even talking guests. I'm talking more set list. Right. I mean, my, here's my take. I mean, you know, it goes towards the the the, um, the guests, too. I think other bands, you think about other bands, if you just kind of think other ones that have done big kind of anniversary style shows, they have definitely been hyped up in usually two to three days. They're in a big city, uh, you know, and. and it just seems like there's a lot of effort putting in and that they're going to bring in guests and stuff like that. To me, this doesn't feel like that as much. Um, it feels like, hey, we want to make sure we play Seville. We want to give it some special attention. How about this? But, yeah. I don't mean to jump on you, Joe, but uh, 27 Amber Rose on the Periscope just said, what if they did the same set list as their very first show? That's a pretty sweet one. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, but... I would but, be pretty pissed if the show was 45 minutes. Right. Well, yeah, and <laughs> right. not just that. And I, I would hate for it to be like, oh, we always talk about DMV plays different shows all the time. And then they're like, oh, except that one time that they, for their 25th anniversary, they didn't do that. They played um, their original set list. But of course, they're not going to play the same renditions of Hashtag it. Hashtag lazy. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and Boyd's not in the first one, right? I I didn't hear him on that recently. Uh, that was originally they had stated that he that uh, I think it was Stefan said that that Boyd was there. So oh, I don't was. know. If, okay. I don't know if Boyd only played certain songs, but if you listen to that recently, I don't think you can make out uh, uh, Boyd at all on that. Yeah. So if that was the case, then I guess Boyd isn't coming to the to the show. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. But Boyd uh, was at the uh, what what they used to consider the, the the band used to consider the 420 uh, 91 show um, their first show. They used to have some mm-hmm. some T-shirts and hats made up with it, too, I believe. Um, and Boyd was at that show mm-hmm. that we know. So, but, you know, he's yeah. been there for a while. Yeah. Playing playing some of the old score, playing, you know, maybe a, a first set. That is that um, the first show set list. That would be pretty cool. That, that I would go for that. I think that would be something a little bit kind of fresh. Um, but, you know, I just I don't know that it's going to be anything super above and beyond, just given how close it is to the tour, that it really hasn't been able to be hyped up that much. It's really, it's only one night. Um, this is just my personal opinion. Um, and also, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a little bit disappointed that it's at the start of the tour, and I know others are too. It'd be great if they did this a maybe November a month show. or so after the after the um, after the tour is over. I, I've been to the tour openers now for a number of years, um, and, and had booked had booked um, Wichita and still have Wichita booked, um, though it's not no longer now the uh, tour opener. So yay for Wichita! It's show number two. Um, but but is it or? I, or, I mean, I, I or is this a one-off? I mean, you know, I I think I consider this the start of the tour. Um, I, that's my personal preference. I don't. It wasn't. It wasn't written that way, right? It was written that this is a benefit concert. It's going right. to help support some of the local charities in the Charlottesville area. What they, you know, it didn't. They didn't reword it like not, not that I remember. You know, kicking off the tour, the new tour opener or anything like that. Well, for what it's right. worth. Ants Tour Central considers it part of this tour, so there's your gospel right there. Oh, then that's luck. Then that's luck. <laughs> but it, it, I've been to where I was going was hey, I've been to a bunch of the tour openers. The tour openers, I love them because you have no idea what to expect. However, the performances are not going to be the best performances you'll see of the tour by any means. A little bit of rust. Yeah, there's definitely rust. It, it, you, you'll easily find flaws if you wanted to. But listen, it, the the surprise and the unknown makes up for that all. So I love the tour openers. Um, so to that point, I'm a little disappointed that's the first show. I, I don't think the performances may be, you know, what a 25th anniversary show deserves, especially if we want to talk about this show ever getting released. I mean, that's that's a lot of pressure. Band come out now, have not played really since Europe, except for one, you know, Super Bowl show. Um, but they and did sound good at that, too. They did sound good at it. Dave's voice a little little, little rough, so hopefully Dave's been practicing his, his voice stuff. But, um, you know, well, to come out, just lay it down, good enough for it to be a live release, ugh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough. But it's happened before. It happened in 2006. It happened with, what was that, Live Tracks uh, 25. That was the first show of 2006. And that show is spot on. So, hey, I'm all about it. I, I think I don't think I just saying it's not an easy task. Not to say it can't happen. Right. Gotcha. So, but, um, but it has happened. So there is something. There's some history there. To it. Yeah. Do you so think it, we're Do you think we're in a in a similar situation to 2001? Why they did not add a second date? Uh, the fear just, that that they're we're not they're not going to sell both of them. I think that's a tough. I think that's really tough to get two nights. In Charlottesville, that's really 
kind of away from everything. I mean, essentially, if you're going to the show, there's about a 90% chance that you're not sleeping in your house that night. Well, short notice, Mother's Day weekend. Yeah, I mean, really, that's... That's that's a tough one. Unless you're kind of in the DC metro area. What was the lead up on the on the uh, 2001? How how uh, recently before the show was that was that announced? I I want to say that was at least a couple months. Oh, okay. So well, I mean, a couple months is eight weeks, not six weeks. I, I think it was because that show was um was was April 21st. I would be surprised if it wasn't announced in January, just off the top of my head. So I, I think there was a couple months to, okay. to for people to plan on it. And then the the thing about that one was they actually added the second night much later, much, much later. Oh, right. Yeah. And then it went away after a, a couple weeks hmm. because people had already kind of booked everything and, and it was difficult to rearrange and, and throw some extra money in for another hotel for another night, rather. So, you know, with flights and everything, too. So, th- th- so that was. So are we saying that this one isn't two shows because of we don't think that'll be a, be able to get the attendance? No, I, I don't think that's necessarily it. I think it's just it's one show because that's pretty much all they could do. I, I don't know. I don't know if yeah. six weeks out, but six. I mean, six weeks out. Hey, everybody, book two hotel room, two nights or three nights rather, and come on down to Charlottesville and come in the yeah, middle but, of Virginia. But it's also a it's also a cost of. Of opportunity where I'm already flying out there. That flight cost is static, whether I go for one night or two. Or others are saying, I'm not going for one show. I'll right. go for two shows. I, I'd rather they play two shows, clearly. Yeah. Yeah, you know but I, mean? I, I think there's there's other factors involved in that, too. I mean, we don't know. I don't know what's going on in, in Charlottesville at JPJ. There could be other things. I looked. There isn't. I, I looked. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I mean, there could be other things, but yeah, the, the, the place is available as far as I can tell. You know, it would be interesting if we can get some feedback from somebody that you know has to apply this situation. I don't mean to break any news, but Matt, are you going to Seville? Are you going to come from Seattle? Oof, boy. Uh, last time I was in Charlottesville, it was 2010. Ten. Ten. I was already out here, and Six I made years. a trip. I guess. Yeah, I'm going, baby. I'm going. Nice. I will be there. Now, are you disappointed that it's only one show? Do you yeah. wish it was two? Yeah, I okay. wish it were two. You kidding me? All right, so then don't come. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, Matt, you're making it. I'm making the trip. I am. Awesome. Oh, cool. Are you, Joe? I mean, it's a tour opener. I know you were going to Wichita, tour opener. Are you? Uh, are you going? I will be there. I will be. Oh. I will be in Vegas the week before, and I will um, be landing and getting in to make sure I make this event. Where are you staying? Where am I staying? You got a, you got a venue, or you got a, you got a, you got a hotel or something in, in Charlottesville already? Uh, I don't know. Uh, do you have somewhere I can stay? I might have an Airbnb all booked up. Nice. Let's do that. Let's 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 team up on it. I got a nice uncomfortable couch for you to sleep on. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Jake, are you making it? Well, since you guys are going, I'll go. I mean, I wasn't right. gonna, but if you guys are gonna go, we just that, we I'll just go. flipped them over. Nice. We just converted them. I think you got like about twelve hours to make your ticket request still. Perfect. I'm on it. Get in there. So I'm doing it right got- now. We just got asked by RWM eleven fifteen or fifteen fifteen on Periscope. Will there be an Ants podcast from Seville? Dun dun dun. Mm. 
Hmm, Matt. There, there might be some efforting to that effect. There may be. Did we do a, Did we do one there last time? No. No. We did okay. an interview with Tim. Oh, that's right. We did interview Tim. Yep. yep. And then, and actually, I, Joe, you weren't, I don't think you were uh, in, involved in that one. I think you were still en route, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, no, I wasn't in the interview. I remember, I think you guys wrapped up the interview and I met you like outside the building. And then we ran into you or you guys <laughs> yes. or ran into Tim right ran after Tim. the interview. <laughs> like, again. Let me just talk to you, Tim. <laughs> I was like, that, that was um, that internet at the hotel we were at was janky. Oh, that was such a precarious interview because we're on, we're on, we're calling his cell from Skype. So it's using the internet and it was bad. It was dicey. Yes. Yep. But we hung around. Um, yes. So, I mean, Joe, do you plan on doing anything when you're there? Or are we just going to kind of chill and eat some guacamole and mm. drink some I mean, Star Hill? I mean, I mean, I remember a time when we were in um, Seville all together before. Do you guys remember that time? Back and, in, um, in, yeah. in 2009? 2009. And yeah. you know what? We just kind of didn't want to sit down and not do anything. So I, didn't we do something fun that time? Remind me. Well, there was a, that was a two-night stand weekend, right? Yeah. That was a two night. So we had a Friday night and a Saturday night. So Friday night, I, I seem to remember taking this old hoopty taxi <laughs> all the way back, and we kind of had some kind of shindig, I think. A little bit of party, you might say. I think like one that, what? 700 people showed up at this party. One that got shut down by the local fire department, or no, not it, shut it, down. It, it got, did not. It got got stopped. Got No, to, it did uh, not get stopped. It, it, they just came and checked on it to make sure oh, that we were all... It. Yeah, make sure everything was okay and everything was perfectly fine. We were perfectly within code for the so, Charlottesville Fire Department. So, Jake, fill those in that may not um, have been an ANTS member back in 2009 or, or just weren't aware of it. What what happened in 2009? Well, in, in 2009, we had the party to end all parties in Charlottesville at Mono Loco, which is our favorite restaurant in Charlottesville. The food there is out freaking oh, yes. standing the staff is fantastic michael michael and alicia are just the greatest and we went there and we had a party we had as matt said about 700 people show up at this place we had food we had beer provided by star hill one of the local places right there in charlottesville it was the party to end all parties we got some uh we got some rare tunes to play too right we did we had exclusive shows that we played, we played three shows. In fact, one of those shows eventually was released as Live Track 16. That's 626? That was, uh, 626, 2000. 2000, yes. Yes, with the Little Thing teases and the um, Build You a House tease kind of hidden in there right before Gray Street. Had some good food. We had um, little bracelets to give away. Um, it was a, some little beer specials, local local favorites. Yep. It was a, it was a, it was a good time. It was a good really time good. had by all. Should, should we do that again? You know, if we're gonna be there and we're all we're all there at the same time, I mean, it seemed to make sense if we could throw another party. Hmm, Jake. I think we should. Let's do well, it. Dad said so. Make the announcement. Ants marching will be hosting a. What is this? Would this be our fourth? Basically, for, for, not, fourth, not, you can't call fourth it annual. Official. Yeah. Right. Plenty of advanced parties. This will be the fourth official. Yes. We will have a, we will be throwing a party in Charlottesville on Friday night. So if you're, if you're on the fence going, maybe I'll go, maybe I won't. Definitely get some tickets. 
get your flight, get out there in the, by no later than the middle of the day on Friday so we can you know, get your nap in, get your energy you know built back up, and we can throw a party. So Friday night, we're going to be partying before the show. And then Saturday during the day, who knows? We're still talking about some things. Again, maybe that podcast. Maybe we'll do a walk around the mall. Uh, there's a lot of things to do, too. You, you don't need to do it with us. But uh, we'll, be, we'll be out and around and certainly on these social media so you can keep track of what's going on. So plenty more to come about the Ants Party with uh, sure to be some very special little treats. Um, We hope to even top that 09 experience even more. Um, Can't give out everything right now out of the bag. Um, We're working on it, and we hope to have it here shortly. But just know, um, Friday night, Seville, Ants Party, Night Zero. Volume 4. We're going to pop it off. Definitely. Okay, we'll take a quick break now. We'll come back. We'll do Joe's DMV Vote Song Series. We'll take your listener questions. We'll talk about things a little bit more. So uh, hang with us. We'll be right back. All right, and welcome back to our second segment of episode 64 of the Ants Podcast. Uh, I am Matt. I am still here with Jake and Joe, even though Joe had to go move his car in the intermission. But um, obviously, we are psyched because we're on to my favorite segment. Um, So here we go. And now, your favorite Ants Podcast segment and mine, Joe M's DMB Vote Song Series. Oh my God! Had, Where did that come from? Had that made just for you. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you sound great in that. That's not me. That's not you. Not me. Sounds just like you. No, it doesn't. Doesn't sound like him. No. It sounds like you. What? Well, you know how you don't all, know what your voice sounds like sometimes. That's what it is. I, so somebody else did it. That means. I mean, you you better go back to them and let them know that they freaking messed it all up. They just called it Joe's song series. They they clearly got something wrong there. You have somebody else on Periscope agreeing with you, Joe, that it did sound like me. Yeah, it sounds exactly like you. It's not you, though. You swear. It's not me. I, I actually paid money for that. <laughs> oh, gosh. You're not going to let this die, are you? It was best five bucks I've ever spent. 
It's great. <laughs> it was pr- pretty well done. Congrats. Well, thank you. So, so yes. Now, so now that we've got our uh, favorite, uh, our favorite segment here, uh, how is uh, Joe M's DMB Vote Song Series uh, this week? Jeez, oh, really? Um, it's good. So, uh, do either of you guys remember what last week's was? I it was because I'm reading the agenda. I remember it anyway because it's one of my favorite cover songs. Yes, and it is burning down a house or the house, either one. Oh yeah, I actually didn't know it's burning down a house would count. Actually, that just any, remind me of isn't burning a, down any house. Well, followed by build you a house. I was just gonna just say that down. I just got a weird memory of build you a house. Oh, that's that's crazy. Yeah, burn down your house isn't as romantic. Can we do? Can we do? Um, what is it? Build you a build you a house? Is that what it is? Yes. Is that the right? Can we do that as a intermission song? Maybe that's a little little throwback. I'll try to take no? it out. I'll try to find yeah. it if I can yeah. find it. Oh, is it is it is it build you a house like a non-existent song? Well, it's never been released. Yeah. So is it not supposed to exist? Correct. Oh, so interesting. So, you know, anyway, we'll we'll maybe we'll play burning down the house if we're not allowed to play. Uh, build you a house um but anyway yes that was our song last week and uh thank you all for all the um all the feedback we got a couple quick um items that people gave some feedback uh matt do you have uh, any yeah carla joe 713 uh says live tracks 35 at the post gazette pavilion that's uh pittsburgh right it is only because I was there. Hashtag DMB vote. <laughs> Hashtag Joe M's DMB vote. Oh no! Don't start that. No. Uh, Jake, any from your side? Uh, Mark uh, gets Mr. Larry Boa thirty four says uh, almost any of them except E. Mostly all sound similar, but I lean towards Wrigley. D is my final answer. Lock it in. Hashtag Joe's DMB vote. <laughs> Stop! It doesn't say that. Um, and right. then I'm sorry. Wait, I, I did say that wrong. It actually says hashtag Joe M's DM. There you go. Oh, oh, yeah. I was wondering who that was. No, and then uh, I got one too. Uh, Joey Castro at Joey Bats Five said uh, hashtag DMB vote. Joe M. No extra. No, that wasn't there. And hashtag Ants Podcast. Not because I was there. Because it's so electric. D Wrigley. He went with also. Um, so. Uh, Got a couple. It's actually surprising that um, some of the feedback that we got is actually not what ended up being the most popular. And um, you know, we had a pretty good range of, of shows to pull from. Live tracks fifteen from Alpine, live tracks nineteen from uh, Rio de Janeiro, thirty five from Post Gazette, obviously the Wrigley Show and Berkeley. Um, did, I mean, what do you guys think? Do you guys have a pick, or do you guys have a prediction on which one you think won? My personal favorite is is the one I listen to the most is Live Tracks 15. Um, I also like the Live Tracks 19 from Rio a lot, but to me, 15 is is my go-to. I'm going to agree with Jake on that. I I feel the exact same way. Well, you guys would be in the... Money. Well, how about maybe I should do this. The winner of this week's podcast is... Song Series? Joe M's is a, is a little a little slow on the drum roll this week. Got a little rusty. I'm on my third Coors Light. Too many too many sweeper <laughs> sweeper uh, audio clips. I'm missing the drum sound now. <laughs> you had you had the quality way up here, and it dropped all the way down yeah. here. Yeah, the drum. we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, the winner is Live Tracks 15, Alpine Valley, the Ooh. ones that you guys picked up. So. I almost want to play that applause track again. 
um, it was um, pretty good standout. Thank you guys for all the votes. It was actually a really good vote again. Um, but it seemed like you know probably Wrigley was the kind of the next runner up. Um, a lot of people liked the Wrigley, and that's from the double play also, um, the second show. Um, so you had to get that box set. But um, a, yeah, Alpine Valley was the winner, which I, I tend to like myself also too. So that takes us to next week's um, next week's pick. And uh, we put in, we got the machine running with all the little ping pong balls with all the songs written on it, and we pulled out. Did you think we had any misses this week, Jake? You do. Yeah, we did. We got a miss. The first one that pulled out was a song called So Glad. Do what? either of you know the song So Glad? I can only think maybe a Tim cover. No, I think it's a Boyd song, isn't it? It is a Boyd song. It's a wow. Boyd song from his album, Boyd's That's album. That's right. Wow. So glad. How could they uh, never have played So Glad? I, I know. How has that not been released officially Free live? So Glad. I know. No, don't do that. Um, <laughs> so, oh, obviously. Joe the hater. Come on. So Glad live. No, we can. We can I want to listen. Song. You want to what? Listen. That's a, oh. that's a Boyd song I want to hear. Can you give us a little rendition of that? Uh, please listen. Let me in. Yeah, that. There you go. That's Look actually not that. that bad. That's absolutely that was, accurate. That nailed it. That might be better. I don't want. What's what, what's the chorus? I don't want to. For a Thanks. minute, I don't want to be something for a day. But I'm uh, on podcasting. Your side, please let me in. Something like that. Your oh. knowledge of listen is tremendous. Yeah, it is really, really good. I keep talking. Good. I'm going to look up the lyrics. Wow. Yeah. You have absolutely nailed it. You probably I mean, own two copies of that album. Wow. The <laughs> amount <laughs> of websites with the lyrics to the song astounds me. <laughs> How wide is there a lot? Them? Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm astounded by that, too. I'm surprised. Uh, I don't want to be without you for a minute. I don't want to be without you for a day because I don't. Want back in out of the ring. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I think they even got the lyrics wrong. Great job, guys. <laughs> Darn it. Anyway. Let's um, so, yeah. So, you want to do So Glad? You want to sing a little bit of that? Uh, I don't know this one. Yeah, I don't. I, would have, I think I'd know it if I heard it, but I don't know it out of the blue. So, anyway, we threw that ping pong ball and smashed it across the room because we don't have any live releases of that. And we pulled out another one. And this week... For volume 11, the song is Water Into Wine. What? Yes. What, I don't know. No. Do you call it a song or you call it an intro? No. Come on. You can't do that. You can't, I mean, why can't we? It's, it's like is an it a intro. Song? It is an intro. Or so, an outro. What is there, like three of them? <laughs> hey, hey, Jake, so, it, so is Big Eyed Fish now, but we still have that one. This Ooh. is a good point. This Ooh, is a good touche. point. So I, I debated this too, and we can actually debate this live on the podcast because I, I don't even know if I can accurately get a count of how many times it's been released live because I have to look for if it was actually written. And I don't know, Jake, do you know if it's ever been included in a live release but not actually made the set list, like the written set list of the of the release? Would, could that happen? Well, yeah, it happened on the very first release because you could actually hear a little bit of it on uh, Red Rocks. Oh, more than a little bit. Yeah, well, I mean, gen- I mean, it's not listed. It's not a full. Well, I guess it is kind of a full version. Probably a couple minutes worth of it, right? About two, two yeah. and a half minutes. Yeah. So, I mean, do you count Red Rocks? Of course, you do. And, and a lot of times, it's not broken off into its own track. I, I believe 
that um, little Halloween, that little everyday tease into Halloween goes back into water wine. I mean, I, I hope I don't influence the voting here, but I imagine Red Rocks is going to blow it all out. Cause well, all we don't need yeah. Because of that, yeah, well, but I mean, there's so so should and and a couple of these versions are like literally under fifty seconds. Um, so let's let's make a decision. How many are there? Well, it's your song series. So why do we make this? What do you mean it's my true. song series? Well, I debate the sweeper. <laughs> Did you hear so. the sweeper? Did you yeah. hear that guy? That guy said it's yours. <laughs> I haven't seen his credentials. Because I, I, I want back in out of the rain. Sorry, it's in my head. <laughs> You got it really good now. Ooh, boy. I would, I, I, you know, I would say, let's let's take it to a vote for you guys. Sh- you know, should we do the song series "Water and the Wine" with just the, you know, from what I know, it could be anywhere from eight to ten releases. I, I, you know, I need to check out some of these others, maybe with your help, Jake, to see if I'm missing any. Um, or should we do a, the very first live draw of a new song from the ping pong machine? <sighs> Wait, wait, this song. This, I need to gonna, figure out. I, I got to figure out how many are actually listed as releases. There this have been is, some different oh my versions gosh. of it, right? I Periscope mean, is blowing up with people saying new. <laughs> I've never uh, seen so many comments going at the same time that say the same word new. Mm. I think if we have to go by by the by the public, got to give the people what they want. Got to give them what they want. So shall we? <sighs> let me kick up this uh, machine. You know what? Hell with it. Let's just put Cinnamon Girl in there. We'll do that. No. Yes. <laughs> been dying for that all right let me let me try to get this machine going over here hold on come on kick this thing into all right so i'm gonna pull out a ball here and we're gonna see what it is all right oh oh crazy oh no here here we go you're gonna be sorry you're gonna be sorry you've entertained it is my guess so the song that i've just pulled out is mother father (laughs) i think there's one (laughs) Um, let me look here. Uh, there is more than one. Um, oh, you guys asked two. for it. There is, is it two. Really? There is one on Warehouse Eight, Volume Two, oh my and God. there is one on Live Tracks Thirty One, which right. is um, Camden. Joe, how so are, the, you, uh, the how are you finding out the, the releases, the live releases, so quickly? I have. I, I literally have um, Apple Finder. That I just type, I go to my albums. I have in my folder of oh, albums, nice I only have things that are originally released. I put all the other music not in that folder so I can search just official stuff and just ter- just search and see what's what how many songs come up. Ah, very nice. I, I try to believe that I have everything that has been officially released by the band, thanks to the help of others. Um, also, it isn't only an act of just myself. It takes a lot of work from a lot of people. Um, but yeah, I just go to my uh, my albums folder and do a search, of, and it's only of official release stuff. Well, this might be proof that democracy doesn't always work, because you guys wanted something else. You got it. <laughs> you got it. And we can't go back to Water and Wine. Nope. You're now stuck with Mother, Father, two versions. And um, one has a guest and one doesn't. Carlos, oh, yeah, yeah. Carlos What's... Santana on one, and oh, yes. the other was uh, Sans guest, unless the, the ladies are on it, which I doubt. Um, I can't tell from uh, from my MP3 without playing it. So that's what happens when it's a live draw. But um, yeah, so we will, the new one will be Mother Father. All right, I'm okay with that, and and you're probably happy as hell, Jay or Joe, with only two uh, 
two versions of songs <laughs> to put in your Joe M's DMB Vote song series. This is this our week. first time that we ever had a head-to-head battle. You know, one-on-one, mano and mano. See, we'll see who. Or, see or who. mother a mother. Mother mother. Ooh. Um, do you guys have any um, stories about mother to father? Mother and father. Mother to father. Mother to father. Um. Yeah. It's 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 um. It's not that good. <laughs> it it's feel. It, I like that's it. One, that's one song I've never really liked, and and I really don't like the album version because I just feel like it feels forced. It's like, oh hey, you know. Uh, Carlos, since we played on your album, can you play on ours? You're, yeah, you're, sure. He's right. You're not wrong there. It's it, it just, yeah, that that bugs me. I mean, musically, the, the guitar part's not that bad. I mean, that's, that's the whole Lithlo Bithlo thing, too. It's, it's just that guitar part. Um, you know, the guitar part's not bad. The lyrics are like everything with everyday a little sketchy but the end of that song i, I wish it kind of went longer their their obsession and Baylor's obsession with cutting things down sub four minutes i think neutered the end of that song they, they finally start to to kick it a little bit and i i want that end to go on longer and it just doesn't and i'm like oh come on i'd rather them pick it up in the middle of the song and take the end longer than all the other garbage yeah it, i i don't i don't mind it but that's probably because i've listened to it maybe a total of four times in my life I, you're probably three up on me yeah. or two up because I've, I've probably listened to both live releases once. Yeah. So, I, so I let, not... let me ask you guys this because I again this was a live draw so I don't have the answer. And we talked about this before. We talked about this a few podcasts ago when we were talking about um, Oscar nominations and such. And we talked about a release that Stefan did for uh, Grand Canyon um, Adventures. It was like an IMAX release. It's like River at Risk, right? Yes. right? Um, Mother Father appears on that, and it's come up in my search. Is that just the, the studio version? Do you does anybody know, or is that, that a live is, version? That is the studio version. That is the studio version. Okay, so there is still just the two. Okay, that came yes. up also. That's a neat little um, thing. That was an IMAX um, IMAX special, yeah. and um, and Stefan, like you said, did the music on it, and it's it's actually very very well done. It's 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 pretty good. I've actually seen it in IMAX. Well. Oh yeah! Oh nice. Yeah, there's a uh, science center in Orlando, and they they play. Uh, they used to play kind of a, a cycle of three or four movies, and we caught it one day. I was like, "Oh, I know this one." That's um, the only release, though. It was it never made like uh, Netflix, Hulu, any of those kind of things, did it? It did. Uh, it did. Amazon it was, Prime. It did. It was on Netflix uh, a few years back. Oh, it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, I watched nice. it on Netflix on the big screen one time. Oh, you got a little home IMAX theater. I, I do. This is the old, the tiny little forty-two inch, not the. Not the nice one now. <laughs> Inch feet, you know. Hey, whatever. Exactly. So yeah, we will. Uh, I will put that out, um, and uh, please uh, check out our social media. Or actually, I'm thinking about um, putting it down just to the front page. We're actually getting a majority of our votes now um, from the front page. So feel free to leave comments, um, and if you want to vote, do it in, in the um, in the uh, in the social media postings. But um, if you can. Head over to the front page of Ants for the poll and vote there. Seems like the majority of you guys are doing it there anyway, so thank you. It makes it a lot easier on us to tally the results. Before we jump into the listener questions, and I know there is a bevy of them, um, Joe, have you seen, off the top of your head, have you seen Mother Father Live? Mm, okay, you're going to make me – I don't believe I have. Okay, I, I'm almost certain I have not. So my, my question is – how important to you is it to hear every song live? Like, do you go, you know, 
I don't really like the song that much, but man, I haven't heard it live, so I'd really like to hear it. Um, yes, that 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 is. I know there's different sides of the fence here. I am on the side of the fence that I would like to have it completed, checked off, done, regardless of the song. You? I th- I think that's fair to an extent. I agree with you, um, but I I think that like for some strange reason, I've never heard Kit Kat Jam live. Um, and I love that song. So if I actually got Mother Father before I got Kit Kat Jam, I think I would just be, you know, biting my fingers off. I would just be beside myself. Do, do you do you want to hear songs to hear songs? Or do you like to kind of organize them in an album setting where I've seen that entire album? Um, it, you know, and not to pimp Ants Plus, but in Ants Plus, there's a nice little thread where people kind of run off their um, albums of what they've seen and, and what they've completed. And I've completed a, a lot of um, albums. So I guess in a way that is important to me. And that is a way that I mark down how yeah. I've heard things. So I guess, yeah, that would, the answer would be yes. In a, in a roundabout way. Yeah. I think that's, you know, it's, it, it you know, I, I, I've completed before these crowded streets. I like that. I have not completed um, under the table and dreaming. Cause I've never heard 34 live. Um, so, I mean, would I love to hear 34 live? Yes. Would I love to complete under the table? Yes. So, yeah, but, I think and, so. But every day can't be completed, right? Uh, no, it cannot be because of Dreams of Our Father. Well, I mean, uh, it can, is, I guess it can be, but it just no one's completed it yet. Well, I mean, yeah, they would have to play Dreams of Our Father live. And um, obviously they've never played that. So Yeah, so I just looked. I've got 10 of the 12 every day. Obviously, I can't have Dreams of Our Fathers hasn't been played, but the one I, other one I do not have um, is this is uh, Mother, Mother Father. Father. Mm-hmm. Wow. Interesting, Matt. Do, off the top of your head, or with looking, do you know if you've seen it, and would that matter to you? Oh, I, I know I have not seen it. Uh, would it matter? Do you want to hear it just to complete it? Oh, I'd, yeah, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. I, I think that we're in the majority of most fans. Um, just to say, I, yeah. yeah. I, what's a song that I really don't like? Like Angel. Let's put let's put that out there. Everybody's favorite. <laughs> if I have never heard it, would I want to hear it just to say I've heard it? I would say yes. No matter what the song, I want to hear everything at least once. Then judge for myself, right? Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that you know, and in a way, I think that's what that ticks off some of the people that live through the everyday era too. Um, just as you know, people to say. Like you said, Angel specifically. Like, you know what? I never saw it. I want to hear it. And, you know, those of us that live through 14 minutes of it are going, God, no. Right. Please. Yep. Please, no. That's the thing. You got it. It's going to be <clears throat> different different sides that are going to – some people have are new fans and want to hear it. And some are old fans and they did that, got the T-shirt. They're, they're on to the next thing. And, and and speaking of that, we can segue right into listener questions, if you don't mind. And I can start with my good buddy, uh, Mr. Larry Boa, Mark Getz, Boa34, who asks, what's an example of a set list at Charlottesville that you would like to have that would leave you satisfied? Hashtag free dodo. Uh, let me step on you real quick Hashtag here, Jake. That's not what this. Larry Boa said. Larry Boa said, what's an what's example this? of a set list at Charlottesville that would leave you satiated? <laughs> the relevant term because right. it's, what, you know, it's one of our it's one of our drinking game words here. Yes. So yes. let's not gloss over exactly what the man said. So given that, um, there's three people sitting right here talking that have never heard Mother Father. Um, were we going to bring our Mother Father signs to Charlottesville? No, hell no. 
MFR, no. <laughs> no. I guess I guess everything is in perspective. Um, what would be satisfying? I mean, realistic versus satisfying. I, I would like it if something quote unquote rare occurred. Uh, people, people. I, I mean, rare is a relative term. I mean, if I if people people were played, I would be giddy. Um, you know, anything kind of semi rare. I would like to hear like. You know, like I'll back you up is something that kind of has some ties to the area. Yeah, so, I, I want to nod to the twenty five, uh, the twenty fifth year. Exactly. Something, and, and it, you know, that's not going to be a bad show. They're going to bring gonna it. Be Dave telling a really cheesy joke related to it. That will be that will be the nod. <laughs> Maybe they'll drive know. the van up onto stage. Right. <laughs> that would be great. Joe, do you have any thoughts on that? What would be an example of a set list? I mean, I like that. Uh, and I, sorry, I can't give credit again. We said it earlier, though. The I like the idea of a little callback to the first show. I think that would be really, really cool. Um, you know, I don't. I'm not really sure what else set list wise. You know, uh, same as Jake. You know, something kind of rare. You know, in perspective would be really sweet. Um, and then you know, I, I I would love to see some old, old school people that have just we haven't been able to see with the band in a long time come back. Um, I just think that would be that would be cool to see um, and, and would add to it. So maybe that's not set list. Maybe that I don't know if you count the guest part of the set list, but um, I think that would be that would leave me satisfied for sure. Maybe I'm going a little bit past satisfied and more into dream world, <laughs> satiated. Well, well, we kind of uh, we, we kind Drink. of put the definitive answer down on this, but um, just I kind of want to revisit to see what you guys think. Evan, our Spencer asks further: Is Seville now the first show of the summer tour, or is it an entirely different thing semantically? Hashtag answer. I gave my I gave my answer. So Jake, actually, I I, I don't think it counts. Um, I know we're counting what? it in Tour Central, but I actually don't think it counts. And, and to be honest with you, it wouldn't surprise me if it were one full set of songs and the rest of the summer is two sets. I mean, that that's how unsure I am of what we're getting into in Charlottesville. So uh, me, I think it's more of a standalone. So we might need uh, to adjust this tour and set it to various 2016 is what you're saying? Uh, no, I'm, I'm willing to address that after the show. Right, right, right. Um, I, I think that, I think that's the right call to move it up. But, but to me, it feels like a one-off. More Can you give any definition? Opener. Can you give any hard definition of what what would make it considered part of the tour or not? Or is it all just like you're saying feels? You know, it's like oh, how, how, how well, does was it, it announced? Is it on the list? Is it on a well, t-shirt? Yeah, well, here's is actually it on a yeah, t-shirt. That's what it is. It's the t-shirt, and they have already released the t-shirt um, for the warehouse members for the tour, and it is not on that t-shirt now. Correct. And I'm willing to bet at this point in the stage. They didn't make the cut for the other T-shirts either just because it's a late ad. Well, how about this? Let's say the show was three weeks after the tour started on a Tuesday when they play on a Sunday and a Wednesday. I would probably still not count it. Um, It just feels like, I mean, if you want to get super technical, you could say like um, when the band went to Red Rocks in 2005 and they released all four nights of it. Really, only three nights were announced. The fourth night was a fundraiser for um, Hurricane Katrina right. to, to benefit the people in New Orleans. So if you want to get hyper-technical, that actually wasn't part of the summer tour. But we counted it ants, and I think everybody else counts it as part of the summer tour just because of the nature the way it unfolded. I, I see what you're saying, but really what is a tour? 
you, no, the tour is what you're, you're going right. out to. But what tour is going out? It's what's on the T-shirt. Um, it's um, it's what you're going out there to go make money. Clearly, this is not a show they're going out to make money. This is not. Well, I don't. Just, I don't know if that's. I mean, I think the band's a little past that of saying that's what it is. I think it's more of what the design was to go from where to where, and, and this is kind of before the tour starts it's a couple days before it's in their hometown like you said it is a fundraiser show so to me it just it doesn't feel like it's necessarily part of the summer tour that's just me but like i said we'll we'll address it after we go have our party and see the show oh wonderful question by similicious on periscope does it matter probably not of course my god what else are we going to talk about (laughs) (laughs) all right jake you got a question or jody have a question yeah, I could jump in here. Um, yeah, Chad, Chad Dizzy One said, "Hey, on the next pod, uh, excuse me, on the next hashtag Ants podcast, could you discuss the DMV archive, quote unquote DMV archive? Uh, any cool stuff in it? Whose idea is it? The band or management? So, um, I what mean, does I, he mean? Does he yeah. mean the actual archive the band has, or Joe M's DMV archive?" No, he means the. He clearly means the band's archive, the one we talked about on the last podcast. You know that this painting, not to stress it, was oh. in the archive. That the you know obviously the van they've been ke- keeping around. You know, um, clearly Stefan has his own little stash of stuff where the first show came from. But um, you know wh- where where do you think uh, where do you, what do you do you know much about the uh, official band archive and is it the management's doing or the band's doing jake well i I know dizzy wanted us to talk about it next time but if you don't mind i can jump into it really quickly um from what we know about it there's been a couple of write-ups about uh how it works and 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 such and basically uh, and i'm speaking of live music is the the music is recorded live obviously out on the road and it's recorded onto um hard drives and and the hard drive is shipped back to charlottesville and then Charlottesville, it is stored, it is it is cataloged and such as, as an archivist would do it. So the band has an official archivist. In fact, he's listed on all of the live releases. His name's Tucker Rogers. He's a great guy. Um, and Tucker will take care of that, and he'll archive all of the songs and the information and such. And it's it's saved as that. Um, and, and the article, um, I want to say this is from 2012, but my year could be off. So... Mm-hmm. I, I apologize if, if I'm off by a couple years on this, but uh, I think they, they discussed in detail kind of how the music comes in and, and there's the, the multi-track recording. There's also a two-track recording, which is, I guess, sort of like a sort of like an IEM feed for the band that they could listen to as it goes through. So music wise, that's the stuff that we know about. The other stuff, such as the artwork that um, we discussed last time about just mm-hmm. how Dave and and Corn and, and some other people have purchased some some stuff related to the band. I really don't know what is in there. I don't think they've ever said what's in there as far as um, memorabilia. We've discussed many many times in the past how this band is not necessarily nostalgic. That's not mm-hmm. really their thing. Um, but obviously, some people have their own personal collections, and Stefan obviously has his own personal collection of some really early stuff um and that's where this first show came from uh, right am, am i missing anything joe well i mean i do know that there's also the same similar what you just talked about from the show perspective from um like photography there's oh this, yes uh, yes i apologize sorry yeah so i know that they do a lot the same there's there's photos taken at every single show officially by the band 
um, and those photos are are archived and included, you know, with the shows, with you know, all filed away, and they have that going pretty darn far back, from what I know. Yeah, there there are pictures all the way back officially, uh, back to 1992. So there that's is crazy. Some, yeah, that's, that is really insane. You know, one of the first um, official photographers for the band is someone that uh, that the three of us know uh, um, very well. Rodrigo. Uh, well, no, Rodrigo too. But from the very early days is uh, Sam Erickson, who directed the uh, Road to Big Whiskey that we discussed before. And Sam actually um, took his first photographs of the Boyd Tinsley band, which was Boyd's band before mm. he was with DMB. And mm. and and his uh, talking about Sam. Sam's introduction. Sam's talked about this in interviews we did with him and some other people. Sam's introduction to the DMB was actually through Boyd. Uh, he knew Boyd from from high school. They went to different high schools, but they'd known Boyd then. Um, they were friendly, and he he did photography for Boyd Tinsley Band, and he took some official um, pictures of the band way back in I probably as early as 1992. I don't know if there was any in 1991, but but Sam's got some really old stuff that he took of the band. Yeah, and, and I've been actually been meaning to give him a little bit of a feature and give him a shout-out. If you guys are on Instagram, follow him. I think it's just Sam Erickson, or you'll find him on there. Occasionally, he'll pull a little bit from his archive, a little old-school DMB, and um, hope to... Hope to give him a little bit of a little bit of love on uh, across our social media because uh, just amazing that we um, we have somebody that's um, that was able to take pictures back then and, and actually you know shares them from time to time which is which is great. And if you're a fan of just music overall and just just very good directing work, I'll tell you, man, that guy can put together a, a, a concert, a live concert like nobody I've ever seen. He yep. he did. Um, the Brixton show for DMB. He did uh, the Dave and Tim live from Radio City. He's done a bunch of other bands also. Um, the guy just has an eye for live music and directing. It is just, I mean, you just pop in one of his shows and just sit back and enjoy it. And I could go on and on about Brixton, how well that thing is put together. That thing is a work of art. It really is good. Matt, you got a question? Yeah, uh, Jason Bechtel. Uh, and by the way, Joe, Jason might have been the guy who kind of suggested that we do a little bit of a little production work for your song series. Just so you oh. know. So I'm oh, kind of outing thanks, him there. But... Thanks, J- thanks, Jason. Yes. And, and by the way, big props for Jason. Tell us how to pronounce his last name. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, did he? Yes. <laughs> he probably did that for me because I'm yep, the one that... I wouldn't, I wouldn't have got there. I would not have got there. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yes, Ants, uh, hashtag Ants Podcast. Is there a song that you don't get tired of hearing live? Yeah. Go ahead, Matt. Yes. Um, Ants Marching. Ants Marching. Yeah. Really? I mean, I got a number, a number of them, but yeah. yeah. First, first song, uh, first song that I heard live, they opened with it. And oh, I've yeah. told the story many times on here about the Blossom Ants where I physically felt crowd energy at my back, which was unbelievable. Uh, I will never, I will never uh, forget that. And yeah, so it's it's ants marching. The stone too. The stone. Yeah, I just, there, you're I right, Joe. There are a lot. There are a lot. But uh, Jake, you got any? I'm gonna go full heel. Um, you know what song I love here live? Love it every time. Seven. Love seven. Love love it. Just boom, kicks it in. The band loves it. I love like it. the song I, too. I, no, I wait, 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 wait. I love you, all the hardcores. Hate it. I love it. I love you, it. Love are you it, love it. you're being honest right now? I'm being dead honest. I could hear seven twice a show. I would not care. What? Ooh. No love way. It. Oh, Absolutely gosh. love it. 
four minutes and fifty seconds of just pop that in. Yeah, baby. Dave goes to the mic. Dave goes to the mic. This little song goes like this. And watch Dave move move his hip thin head. And then the crowd, the the crowd in the front, all the people that have seen like fifty shows, they're all go ah. Well, that's like the it's the best tell because you get that 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 very valuable five second lead to the bathroom. That that five second lead to the bathroom (laughs) is very valuable. I love it. I absolutely love it. Love to watch people. uh, Love to watch everybody run. (laughs) <laughs> All right, Jake. Do you have a question? I do. This is from Isaac Reed, who is at Isaac uh, C. Reed, and he asks... Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You know Isaac ends in C, right, Jake? Sorry, my eyes are kind of bad. Now I see. <laughs> I, like I, thought there was a, I thought there was an extra C in there. What, <laughs> see, what happens Sorry, is, I'm sorry. I had to. One day you're sitting there making fun of everybody older than you because they have to squint and they need glasses to see, and then the next thing you know, you can't read squat. It's awful. So just remind you guys, you guys got it like 10 years or so, and then literally overnight it's going to hit you. Hey, I can, like, Jake, I can't oh hear. I've got tinnitus now, four years running. Oh, he's, yeah. on, the, he's, on, he's on the periscope too. Even uh, just, just You're making it even worse now. Now, he's, uh, now he has to hear it live being oh. butchered. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought there was an extra C in there. I thought it was Isaac C. Reed in the – Isaac, um, thank you very much. Go so ahead, So I apologize. Jake. But <laughs> anyway, uh, Isaac's question is actually very good. It's something that's been popping around a lot. Uh, it is, when does the warehouse package usually get announced? Hashtag Ant's Podcast. Well, it usually gets announced about three weeks ago. Um, so is, is it – is it way past due? Yes. Uh, I read today, this is, we're recording this on the 26th of March. I read today on the uh, boards that the latest they ever announced the warehouse package was the 26th of March. So they are way behind. Um, generally speaking, the band announces things on Tuesdays or Thursdays. Um, that doesn't really mean anything. They can announce it on Monday. They could announce it whenever. Um you can read in whatever you're needing to to figure out what that means. If they've added stuff, there's something special. You know, we have no idea except that, you know, it's the 25th anniversary. So I think everybody's hoping for at least a really cool disc. What did we say a couple weeks ago? Angel is what we wanted. I think. <laughs> Angel. And, and four versions of seven. Yes. For and, you. And, for you. And, and please, Mother Father, please, one more. So Joe can put it in his song series. I like it. Um, I got a question for you guys. Actually, uh, uh, Renrick, is it? Ranrick? Um, at Ranrick has two questions here. So let's see. Which one should I pick? I know you uh, skipped one. I did? Yeah, because you can't pronounce his name. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That wasn't the reason. That wasn't the reason. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, let's go with this one. Um, will we ever see live bo- uh, box sets done by venue? Example, a SPAC, or as, what do you like to th- think I say it as, Matt? Spock. Spock. <laughs> Which I've never said in my life. Oh, that's so nonsense. I've never said that. A SPAC box set with every show played there, Gorge, Alpine version, etc. Hashtag Ants Podcast. Every show played there. <laughs> yeah. Um, holy crap. Yeah. yeah I think, a good one. I think um, the fact that they probably have to cut the venue in right there eliminates that. It would never be a box. Would, okay, what about it if it's never, streaming? No. What if it was no. streaming? You got access no. to the no. shows. You no. pay like a like a, no. a Spotify ten dollars a month. You get no. access to the library. Yeah, but, yeah, but if I'm no. saying like if I'm saying hey, I'm the band. Here's our our spec box set or whatever it is, right? Box set streaming. It's identified based on the venue. They're cutting. They have to cut the venue in. 
do they? I would say probably if they're going to advertise it like that. Here's our Saratoga shows. Well, I, I, I don't I don't know if I, they have to do that or not, but I mean, still, it doesn't. They got to cut New York in then too. Like New York's got to get a cut because all the shows are in New York. No, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't. I think they signed that away with part of the uh, as part of the uh, the rider for the venue. You know that they can use the the name and any release. That'd be um, my guess. It doesn't matter. It ain't gonna happen anyway. So yeah. I don't know why you don't say the streaming can't happen. Uh, well, you, it doesn't. Streaming doesn't matter. They still have to produce the albums. I mean, they still have to mix them. It's not like streaming. It's gonna save a lot of money or something like that. If you're thinking of it from a financial angle. But do you we still ha- have we- to pay someone to to mix it and all that stuff? Why do? But what what do we have? Just the front of house mix that we can use. I know that's not ideal for listening, but the alternative right, because, is not getting the show. Right, because they've released so many front of house mixes. I mean, how many they've released? Let's see, counting the last one, it's zero. <laughs> that's not the point I'm making. It's not. It's, again, we're not talking releases. We're talking streaming and and making a library available. Not, not. There's no expectation for premier quality. It's more it's, about you got a better chance of having Mother, Father, and Seville with both Butch and Peter playing on it than on the same on the had, same key on the same keyboard on the same keyboard. One playing with the left hand and one playing with the right. Nice, I like it. Um, Jake, you got a question? Uh, I do. Uh, I can go back to uh, Ray Colazzo because I know how to say it, at Colazzo Ray asks uh, ants marching. Tim Reynolds plays nearby on 1 April. Uh, what can I expect from the show? In addition to a great guitar, hashtag Ants Podcast, hashtag Free Dodo. Well, it's probably um, not Tim Reynolds playing. It's probably TR3 playing, right? Absolutely. It's, it's probably TR3. And you know how we talked earlier about how Bruce is just a great, great live show? Oh, yeah. Uh, you're not going to believe this if you haven't seen him, but TR3 is Freaking fantastic. Oh my God, are they so good? Mm. They are one of the best live acts you can see. Tim is just flat out entertaining. And the whole, I mean, the, you know, all three of them, but it's just, it, it's just a really, really, really good show. It's a really fun show. It's a rock and roll show. Tim sings, he speaks. If you didn't think he could do that, he does. Um, it's, it's great. I mean, we've, we've both seen him. We've all seen him rather. Um, TR three a few times. Um, mm-hmm. They're they're just fun. Yeah, I would highly recommend it. If you get a chance to go, go. Um, plan to have plan to get your uh, dancing uh, shoes on, kind of move around. It's it will be a good time. It will not be at least any of the ones I've been to. Maybe I don't know if it's different for you guys, but it will not be really crowded. Um, you probably will get an obnoxious DMB fan there. Um, that's just kind of happens, but pretty much everybody else just respects music and is there to have a good time and dance. And you'll be blown away by the how, how good musicians the three of them are. Absolutely. Any more, we got, Matt? We got one more question here from our good friend B Rad Casacci here. Uh, so, <laughs> hey, Ants, do you know anyone who bought a flight to the quote unquote tour opener in Wichita, and how are they feeling right about now? Hashtag Seabill, hashtag Ants Podcast. Well, Joe, you sound as good as any to uh, answer this question. I already talked about it at the beginning of this yeah. podcast. Yes, I, I want to rub I, it in a little bit. <laughs> I decided to go to Wichita because I love my tour openers, and that's just what ends up happening. And um, so now you're just decided. seeing a show in Wichita. I'm now I'm just seeing a show in Wichita in the middle of the week. Um, 
Well, Unless you subscribe to my theory that that is still the tour opener. Right. I mean, there is a, there is a chance. I mean, it'll be, it'll be very interesting. Like, do they, if, if they're saying this isn't the tour opener at Seville, do they not have any of the tour merchandise and only the merchandise Ooh. there is just um, DMB 25 stuff and you have to actually participate in Wichita or the other ones to get tour merchandise for the start of the tour? I don't know. Well, well I, I assume they'll have something, but it really probably will maybe something that would hold back is maybe just the tour specific stuff if they do consider maybe it. Maybe they'll uh, have separate uh, 25th anniversary merch. Mm. I, I think for sure they're going to have. They've done it in the past. Seville specific merch for that show, and I think based on the video, and it looks like they've already done you know some artwork related to the the van outside of JPJ. I think you're it's a pretty good chance you're going to get some kind of T-shirt and memorabilia with that uh, that red van and 25th anniversary um, uh, available at the show. The Seville merchandise is usually pretty good, by the way. Yeah. Um, I, I know the wife still has the shirt from 2006. She wears a lot. Um, that was the uh, done in like a baseball kind of spring yeah, yeah. training shirt style. Uh, I like that one a lot. So usually there's, it's pretty good stuff. Well, all right. Well, again, as always, thank you so much for your questions. You can tweet at us. Um, hashtag Ann's Podcast catches our eye. And we'll be sure to do our best to get to all of them uh, week after week. So uh, with that said. And, and by the way, if you don't use the uh, hashtag, we're literally not going to see it because we just look for the hashtag. Yeah, that's what I just said. Well, yeah, I was making sure that people <laughs> he's, actually. He's stressing the point. Yeah, because we literally don't like scrub it and look and read the entire line. We just go look for that. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And, uh, yeah, so thank you for your questions. Thank you for your iTunes um, reviews. Those have been great. We're up to 105 right now, which is pretty cool. Um, So you guys got anything to wrap up before we uh, sign off for the night? Jake? Just that we're looking forward to seeing everybody uh, Friday night in Seaville. Stop by. Should be a good time. I can't wait to uh, be able to announce a little bit more about it. Yeah, keep an eye on the site and and stick right here to the uh, podcast to learn some more details. They will be coming very soon. Rapidly. And now that the tour... Whether or not you consider Charlottesville the first or the second show or the the first show or not is now what <laughs> five weeks away. Ooh, it's coming fast. Well, in those five weeks, you might want Crazy. to uh, you might want to find yourself with an iPhone. Um, you might be you might be pleased if you're an iPhone owner uh, mm-hmm. prior to the tour kickoff. Oh, really interesting. For sure, for sure, you might want to. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it doesn't require anything. Uh, in terms of currency, either. Ooh. So whatever we're talking about here is does not cost any cash money. Free? So, Whoa. Free. I like free. We're talking free here. You know Joe likes free. And we know Joe likes free. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we use the $25,000 pyramid uh, theme music to your sweeper. <laughs> uh. Well, cool. We'll keep an eye again on our Twitter, our Instagram, Facebook, Follow us on the, you know, follow our podcast, subscribe to it on iTunes. We love it. Oh, uh, Snapchat too. Oh, Joe, yeah. Yep, follow us on Snapchat if you need yeah, we'll it. Be- it's uh, The username is Ants Marching Org, all one word. Um, or if you want the uh, snap code, it's um, on Twitter and Instagram. Give it, uh, give us a, fo- give us a follow. We put um, most of our goofy stuff up there, some random stuff. It's uh, pretty fun. Um, a little less, little less uh, newsworthy stuff usually makes the makes the Snapchat. 
Very cool. Well, again, thank you, everybody, for listening to uh, episode 64 of the Ants Podcast. Thank you to our Periscopers. We love uh, chatting with you guys. We love uh, performing this live. This is a lot of fun. So for Jake and Joe, I am Matt. Thanks again for listening. We will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the AntsMarching.org podcast. Visit AntsMarching.org and be part of the largest DMB community on the Internet. Show downloads, tour central, personal show stats, and set list game, and so much more. AntsMarching.org, the best stop for all things DMB. DMB.